What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, give me the hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Ro Moran at your service with our weekly Thursday live streams. Ro and the SHIT backstage at Catering alongside Babyface producer Gel at the controls. And man, we have a lot to talk about. And based on the comment section, I think everybody wants to talk about the same thing. So, hinay hinay lang, we'll get to it one topic at a time. Siyempre, we have our thoughts that we... Uh, also like to share with you about these things. So hang on. Uh, before we get started, though, we have some prizes to give away. We've actually got uh, a, an account over at Mega Cloud Storage. So it's two terabytes worth of storage. So you never know when you're going to need to back up your data. So thank you very much to Miss Asia Agkawidi as well as our friends over at Machong Chismisan, ang podcast, na ang sponsor ng ibang podcast for hooking us up with those prizes. We've got one more voucher to give away later. So if you haven't posted a screenshot of you giving us a five-star rating on Spotify just yet, go ahead and do that right now. If you're not following us on Spotify yet, what are you doing? Please follow us on Spotify. All of those follows, all of those five-star ratings really go a long, long way towards helping out the podcast and you know getting more people to check us out to listen to our takes on this great sport. Now, if you want to support the podcast through your monetary contributions, you can actually be part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community, which is sobrang sulit as we've been talking about for over one year now. Yeah, if you guys want to support what we do, if you like what we do and you want to help us out, you know, give us a little uh, something something for our efforts and also get some good, some nice goodies uh, on the wrestling side. All you got to do is sign up for our Patreon at is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to our Discord community where we do our watch parties or premium live events and pay-per-view events from both WWE and AEW. As you guys know, the Royal Rumble is coming up in a couple of Sundays. So if you want to join, uh, if you want to join us in catching that live, you just gotta do that. And then you also get access to exclusive reviews so you can get to hear what we think of the weekly shows before you before we talk about it here on the podcast live stream and then we have of merch uh we have bought from online stores wwe shop and pro wrestling tees shop AEW. so all our, our a lot of our patrons right now have gotten a hold of that sweet sweet uh legit wrestling swag and we also have our own merch in line as well so uh when you are part of the patreon program you will all i we will make sure that you get access to our own line of merch but uh, you have more ways to support the podcast and promote the podcast again patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast 
for as low as only 250 pesos a month. Yeah, so really excited about the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast shirts. We've been working on them alongside the Podcast Network Asia team. So konti na lang. We're going to have them up really, really soon. And when they're available, we're going to be wearing them on the live stream so you can see exactly how they look and what the fit is like. All right? Okay, let's talk about some wrestling and let's start with SmackDown. Chronological muna tayo. Uh, let's start with Roman Reigns because we have to acknowledge the tribal chief. And I've got to ask, is this guy the best forever champion in recent memory? He is, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, because and whenever he's on, he's really on. But sometimes, because uh, you can only do something for so long before people get tired of it. And I have seen people get tired of it. And that's not a problem, because, of uh, new is always better, as Barney likes to say. And sometimes we just want something new. And even though I am a big fan of the Tribal Chief, I acknowledge the head of the table, uh, I don't want him to be forever champion. Like, yes, he is the best, but I also don't want him to be here for a long time. And I think, naman, to be fair, uh, if the rumors are true, then he won't be forever champion for for uh, no, for not long. Because he is rumored to lose the championship to Seth Rollins. Yeah, so yun yung sabi-sabi on the internet. Of course, hindi pa natin alam unless it actually happens about the Royal Rumble Premium Live event. But I was thinking about this when I was looking at the graphic that WWE on Fox posted. And I don't know, I, I feel two ways. Na parang it has felt like 504 plus days, but it also hasn't felt like 504 plus days. Probably because of the pandemic. Um. I don't. I think it's felt fresh because they have something for him to do every month. Because it's not like Walter's uh, NXT UK Championship run in which he was gone literally for months on or for weeks on end. Sometimes even months on end. Kaya napa stretch yung yung reign niya. Uh, Roman felt fresh because he was there. He was. He really was holding down the show and carrying WWE on his back um, every month. And that's not something the NXT UK guys can say. So props to him for delivering all the time, for actually proving that he is the breadwinner of the company and of his family. And I don't know. Um, I, you know, some people are saying, like Lance in the comments, that they don't like it because there's a sacrifice of baby face runs. But at the same time, you got to break some eggs to make an omelet, man. Uh, you have to put in this much effort to really cement this once-in-a-generation talent like Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I used to compare it to Triple H, like yung, you know what, what the internet fans call the reign of terror in the Triple H in early 2000s, back when he was almost always World Heavyweight Champion on Raw. And that's the time that I was new to fandom. So in my head, like Triple H was always the final boss on Raw. And the moment someone got to beat Triple H, whether that was Benoit or Batista or Randy Orton, it really felt like a big deal. So I'm waiting here. Uh, you know, whether it's Seth Rollins or whoever else down the road will eventually unseat the tribal chief. It will be a big deal, and it's because of how long talaga this this reign has been, diba? Chaka, um, to compare it to Triple H, I feel like Roman has been way more entertaining as the, the smug, uh, arrogant uh, champion that's been holding down the fort. Right? It's not like Triple H where he drones on and on and on for 20, 15 to 20 minutes per promo every Monday night on Raw back in 2002, 2003. Right? So uh, that really went a long way in Roman's presentation. Like I have been entertained by his 
carefree personality, his actual authentic personality, and that uh, talagang iba yung ane. Uh, it 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 helps make him palatable for me. Yeah, iba yung dating niya. So nagkatuwa. I I I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Let's talk about the women on SmackDown because Lita made her return to the blue brand for the first time in almost 20 years, and it seems she stepped up as the next rival for the time being for Charlotte Flair. And I guess it's because of the unfortunate injury by Sasha Banks. Shempre wala pa rin si Bailey. Tony Storm left the company. Um, so there really are no baby faces to challenge Charlotte right now. So I guess this is where Lita comes in. Yeah, uh, the more I think about it, the more, yeah, okay, sure. Um, it works both ways. It's, it's a win-win. Lita maybe needs the money. Uh, he, she could use uh, the exposure and the fame of being in the company again. Um, never hurts, I guess. So Charlotte needs a contender as well. So habang they're still trying to figure that out, then I don't mind Lita coming back. I don't even mind her winning the championship. Um, if this is going to be like her real farewell run, because I don't think the run or the, the farewell back in 2006 was much of anything because that was pretty rushed, I believe. So uh, I actually want to see this. I actually want to see them give Lita more than she deserves. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited here for Lita. Because, from the end, from the attitude era, from the ruthless aggression era, and uh, like you said, Ro, parang bitin when she left back in 2006. It, um, you know, real life also got in the way. If you listen to the interview she's done in the time since, so uh, I, I guess it's good. Nah, you know, th there's probably room on the roster, you know, for for someone like Lita to come back. Um, there's also the possibility that I guess hanggang Royal Rumble lang din to. So I hope that's not the case. Um, what I'm wondering is when they're going to start bringing in somebody like, I don't know, Summer Rae or, or uh, Michelle McCool. Ano yun, they're going to come in at the Rumble na lang mismo, no? Yeah, uh, mukhang surprise lang sila. And honestly, uh, there isn't that much time on SmackDown as well. Like, yes, it's nice to have these legends uh, fill up the, the women's division on SmackDown. But remember, if you've been watching SmackDown, there isn't much time for them. That's why ladies like Tony Storm had to leave because hindi naman sila nagagamit ng ayos. So, okay na to. Okay na tong si Lita na lang ang mag-represent ng ruthless aggression or ng late 2010s or whatever. Late 2000, sorry. Right, right. Um, I, I guess how, how this makes sense to, to us as viewers is the fact that Charlotte's in the Rumble. Lita has been announced to be part of the Rumble. Charlotte is in the Rumble. So it's not that hard to really connect these dots together into a cohesive narrative. Because they're not going to go there. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we got to talk about Mustafa Ali, who was brought up in the comments by Leo, because um, earlier this week he tweeted out, that he has requested his release from WWE. So uh, we don't really know much of the details other than whatever uh, rumors and reports have been circulating. But, you know, it, it's kind of similar to the whole Tony Storm deal. Now, out of nowhere, big na lang ni report na Tony Storm had left. In this case, uh, Mustafa Ali is still technically with WWE. He just announced that he has requested his release. Yeah, um, really bold, actually. Na he would go out and tweet it. Because I'm sure... This was uh, brought up internally, and I guess he was denied internally. That's why he had to take it to social media. Right? So, oh, if I were Mustafa Ali, yeah, I, I would take the release. Um, there are much better things waiting someone like him, especially now that he's still in his peak and his prime. So I don't know if it's an AEW. I don't know if it's even an Impact or wherever. But anything is better than WWE right now. And I applaud them for taking a stand and taking charge of their career. Now, if it's not going anywhere, then they'll put it in their own hands and, you know, 
try to find greener pastures elsewhere. Diba? So um, first Tony did it, now Ali did it. Uh, way to stick it to the man and uh, <laughs> force them to put in more effort into the stars that they have on the show. All I gotta say about this is, as always, about what's most important is yung yung kanilang mental health, their physical health as well. And if uh, Mustafa Ali, the human being, uh, feels like um being at, at this job in this situation work wise isn't really helpful for him anymore, then he's got to do what, what's best for him. And I was looking at his website; he actually has a site where you can book him as a keynote speaker. Sobrang nakatuwa. Like he's actually fleshed out his branding. Uh, to a point where even if he's not with WWE or any company in particular, he can actually go out and be hired as a keynote speaker, which is is a good way of really building up those other skills that you can develop as a result of being a pro wrestler. The public speaking being one of those things, and if kaya niyong pagkakitaan, then you know, good for him. I'm I'm uh, I'll I'll be excited to see where he'll end up next. If not, you know, if, if uh, not not whatever company ends up signing him. So yeah, actually, I forgot to mention then the reason why I said now oh, he has to take charge of his career is because apparently rumors rumors have stated that he got into a heated argument with Vince after um, his uh, New America gimmick got shot down, and apparently Vince proposed something else that he reportedly would not do because it's not him. So they got into an argument because of that, and he hasn't been booked on SmackDown since. So if that's true, uh, might as well. But if if they got you doing things that you don't want to do, especially if might as well go and find peace elsewhere. So yeah, uh, whatever happens to Mustafa Ali, we, we do wish him well. So okay. Uh, that's going to take care of the SmackDown side of things. We'll talk about Raw and then, of course, your uh, hot topics from NXT 2.0 in just a bit. But first, we'll take a break and tell you how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys. Everything you want and need, hashtag Nasa Lazada. And so if you're going to do some online shopping, don't forget to support the podcast in the process at no extra cost by using our affiliate link, podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Uh, type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast. Again, at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi mga macho at sexy chismosa. Ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lackey. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba ba longest? Yung pinakamahaba? Oo, pare. Tayo yung pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil ang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba, tayo rin yung pinakamatigas. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Right, saying hey to Abby who sent us 10 halo halos and Bruce. Um, I don't know which Bruce this is. I don't know if it's our Bruce, but he sent a halo halo as well. Thank you, thank you. Saying hey to Michael John Suritaban who followed us and papa shout out to the Mr. Perfect ng Pinas. So, sino yun? Sino Is that you? Is that what you're trying to say? Ikaw si, you know? Joe, uh, Kurt Hennig ng Pilipinas. Um... <laughs> Say hey to Kenny Lee, Kenny Lee as well, uh, WWE shout out. 
Uh, he says, "No, nakita na si John Cena dun siya nahilig sa WWE." So that's uh, that's in line with a lot of people as well. Back in uh, 03, 04, 02. So yun. Thank you guys for tuning in on Kumu. Uh, glad to hear that you like what we do, like what we talk about na wrestling talk. And please smash those hearts. Keep pressing those hearts para malaman ng lahat na may wrestling talk sa Kumu and on Facebook na rin as well. Yeah, and if you find us on Spotify, please give it, uh, give us a five-star rating. Follow na rin para tomas champion subscriber numbers natin. All right? Let's go over to the red brand. Let's talk about Raw. Ito na banggito ni Raw kanina. Uh, it's the Rollins-Reigns feud. And I think Seth kind of gave us a spoiler, right? Kasi sinabi niya na he's gonna take the universal title. He's gonna uh, give it the red belt again. Tapos si Owens yung magiging next challenger niya. Yeah, uh, when I when I heard that, na basically the validate yung ibinabasa ko, ba? So the validate ako as a as a news aggregator, and um, I think this is it. I think this is really it. And I mean, if they want to do Brock versus Roman for the championship, then this is it. Um, I believe that it opens up a whole new set of possibilities on Raw. I believe that Big E is going to be challenging for this championship eventually. And I don't mind that Seth is going to win. Because I'm surprised that you're like, oh, you know what? I like this because I've gotten so attached to the Blue Universal Championship. And I like the idea of having the WWE Championship on Raw because it's your new flagship brand. So I'm, I'm surprised to hear this, this insight from you. Uh, no, actually, I just like the idea that they have a plan to get around the whole okay Brock became champion and be- beat Big E at day one diba? so yung pala napag-isipan na nila so okay buti naman uh, may plano sila to you know not make Brock and Roman both champions heading into Wrestlemania season so I don't care what championship it is kasi like I said on TikTok um, WWE and Universal Championships are the same it just it just depends on what Vince is feeling is uh, what Vince is feeling uh, at any given point in time. Diba? So uh, I don't really mind. I don't really mind which one is on which brand as long as uh, there are deserving champs on each brand. Feeling ko rin naman na hindi mangyayari yung two champions same brand in this era kasi may TV network na mapipikon, diba? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what people don't understand. Because people keep saying, no, is there going to be a unification match? Uh, is it going to be champion versus champion, winner take all? Guys, hindi pwede yun kasi magagalit yung isang network pag, nawalas, pag nawalan sila ng champion. Even if you say na uh, both, oh, the champion is going to be free to move around in you know in both brands. But remember, when that happens, he has to stick, stick to one brand for a time before he gets to move back to the other brand. Yeah, and before people forget, na eh, TV network lang din yun. Do you remember how large the deal is yung pinirmahan nila, diba, between the WWE and NBC Universal and Fox? It's like collectively $2 billion or something like that in that range. So that's Saka a lot of money. Net, the network has influence more than you guys know. The draft is influenced by actually what the networks wanted. Like uh, Charlotte being on SmackDown, Fox wanted that. Uh, Becky being on Raw, uh, USA wanted that. Brock being on SmackDown, uh, Fox wanted that as well. So, may mga kagustuhan yung network, and it's up to the WWE to, to balance and juggle all of that. Uh, Aaron's asking in the comments, who do you think is turning face, KO or Seth? Feeling ko KO. Uh, I don't think it matters because I think Big E is challenging for the championship. Right, right. 
Okay, let's talk about the It couple versus the Grit couple now because that's a, a Royal Rumble feud I'm actually excited about. And it makes me wonder, para mas bagay sana kung pang WrestleMania to, no? Because it kind of has that feel na yung special attraction in the form of Edge and Beth, kind of like John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice from 2017 or any of these celebrity appearances that they would have at WrestleMania season. Yeah, pero it's a big four pay-per-view it's a royal rumble i would much rather have this than have edge and miss take up spots again so okay lang naman uh, if it frees them up if it frees edge up for a better uh, better story at wrestlemania i'm all for it um i don't think this is uh super wrestlemania worthy it's nice because it's two uh veteran stars and their wives who are also veteran stars you know taking up the big star part of the of the card but they could still be doing better i think i i, I will say though netong story na to is progressing way better than i expected like the whole brick thing na ginawa ni Maurice, i didn't see that coming so th- that was pretty good na inga, my, my purse pala siya, tas my brick pala sa loob, diba? and it kind of gives edge and beth a real reason to really stick it to Miz and Maurice. Na dati parang nagbabangayan lang sila, nag-aasaran lang sila. Now it's really become personal. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's a nice way to advance the feud. It, uh, also a nice way to, I guess, reinforce the women's division on Raw and eventually maybe on SmackDown. So I do want to see Beth have another run. Right, right. Uh, people in the comments have been uh, shouting at Omos and Reggie. Uh, I, I think pang this week lang yun. I, I don't I don't understand what people's problem is with Omos squashing Reggie because like you know squash matches have been happening since time immemorial and Omos is huge. He kind of does have to squash people on the way to wherever he's gonna go. Yeah, he's probably gonna get like a nice Royal Rumble run and then people will team up to eliminate him like uh, Great Kali or Braun Strowman from before. So uh, Omos, let, let let the guy do his thing. Yeah. Um, if he's not squashing people, then he's gonna look pretty dumb. Yeah. And what happened to you being almost sexuals, Diba? I thought I, th- I thought we were an almost loving podcast and community. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> uh say what's up to Matt, who's already up over on the East Coast. He he, uh, he wants to see Edge and Beth Phoenix <laughs> versus Brock Lesnar and Sable. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, if if Sable agrees to that, then sure, why not, right? <laughs> Jeez. Uh what take to get Sable to come out of retirement? <laughs> I mean, if if you think if you think Maurice isn't much of a wrestler because she was, you know, a model turned wrestler in the Divas era, but more Sable. Uh, Sable wasn't really uh, an in-ring competitor the same way Trish Stratus and Lita became uh, from their generation. So <laughs> I, I know it's not a serious uh, suggestion, but hey. Oh, no, man. Oh, no, man. But if, if it draws the money, then why not, right? Uh, John Dennis in the comment section asks, do you think Omos will be as good as Kevin Nash or Braun Strowman as a big man? For me, too early to tell. Uh, will be as good? Like, anyone could be as good, right? Uh, Braun is okay. Um, he just did some weird stuff that should be coached out. Um, I think Omos, if he listens, I think he... I, I, I've been entertained by his work. Pero... I hope that he's continually being coached by guys like AJ Styles, right? And whoever is working with him. And if he listens to that, I think he got he's got a pretty good upside, pretty high ceiling for a big man. 
Uh, Roman J says, Kite rematch lang ulit with Reggie as long as Omos will murder him. Why do you want to see Reggie get murdered over and over again? <laughs> people people might not like Reggie because hey, Reggie's just, you know, a flippy dude who is barely a wrestler. <laughs> All right, let's go to NXT. Let's talk about the big things that you guys want us to talk about. Let's start with Volta or FKA Volta, who is now Gunta. Um, yeah, so if you check out his superstar profile, that's the name. And he just announced it at the very end of the NXT 2.0 main event. And just to be clear with everybody, this isn't the first time and it probably won't be the last time that something like this will happen. But we had Dewdrop. Uh, we had yeah. all those wrestlers who lost their first names or last names. You and I have been watching wrestling for almost 20 years. And a lot of that is mostly WWE because WWE is the only game in town. And just for WWE to own the rights to the name and so that they can make money off of it. Um, it literally is what the business is. And yeah, uh, it's it's sad. It's disappointing. It's... Uh, it's the entire mental exercise of having to get used to adjusting to a new name. Like, gets good man. I get it. I get the whole um, opposition to having a new name, especially when you're so used to a name like Volta, right? Um, personally, because I'm just detached from the whole thing. Like, when it happens, I know it happens, and I can't. Uh, I can't blame WWE for trying to change the name that they don't own, especially if Volta himself or Gunta himself does not agree to uh, giving up the name, the rights to his, uh, the rights to the name that he got popular with over to the company. So, gets good, gets good in that. And you have um, every right to be mad at it because uh, you have an attachment to the name. I just, I just don't, and I don't know if that makes me a bad person, if that makes me a bad fan, but I just don't have that same attachment. It's just a name. Yeah, uh, there's just a lot of online chatter. Whenever something happens in wrestling, there will always be online chatter. You know, there there will always be people on one side of the fence and on the other side of the fence. It's just that, um, you know, from from where I'm sitting, sure, limited landini masasabi ko, but like a lot of the online chatter has actually been pretty unwarranted. Uh, before that, though, I I want to say I want to point I want to shout out uh, Rowan's TikTok for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast at Wrestling Two X Pod. If you guys haven't followed us on TikTok yet, so he in his TikTok uh, that I actually expected should have been uh, was going to be more angrier, but it it's not. Ang um, sabinya is all he wanted is that WWE explain properly why uh, Gunther decided to change the name. So that means uh, putting in the work, putting in the effort into giving a backstory for this new name, why he decided to change it, why he felt like he had to change it. Just basically putting in the homework, the, the hard work into getting us to accept. Maybe maybe that will get the people to get behind it. I say when, when they've shown that they have thought you know, thought it out and put in a plan behind it. Mejuna tatanggap naman eh. Uh, lalo na if it's obvious na it's Volta's idea, right? 
we so can give examples I... naman eh. Like even within yeah. the, the WWE product, for example, si Shaw Samuels, people have been mentioning him online because nung nasa indie scene siya in the UK, Shaw Samuels siya talaga, then he debuted as Ed Harvey. And then, you know, uh, they actually incorporated it into a promo. He didn't like the Ed Harvey name uh, and, and he just became Shaw Samuels again. again uh, another example is Nathan Fraser who was more known as Ben Carter, di ba, nung nag-appear siya sa AEW, trainee siya ni Seth Rollins, and then he comes into NXT UK, uh, becomes Nathan Fraser, and he says na yung Ben Carter was a name that he used when he was trying to hide the wrestling from his family. So now, parang he wants to succeed talaga and be known as a name he chose, kaya naging Nathan Fraser na, na siya, and it's it's the same guy and all that. So, you know, we, we've seen, at least from the WWE umbrella, na they, they can Sometimes put in they the, do. Sometimes the they do, but sometimes, uh, but I guess the people's problem with it is a lot of times they don't. Like you don't get a Curtis Axel every every time they change a name, right? Because that had a Paul Heyman promo attached to it. That's why. And explained I mean, in yeah, 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 exactly, right? So uh, Mario is right in the comments when he said that the homework with Lord Tensai was not great. So I guess doon yung doon mga tao na. Maybe they won't do homework, but it's NXT. And so far in NXT 2.0, they have done quite their homework on explaining a lot of stuff. Like, for example, Dante Chen taking the time to explain where he was over the past few months. Right? So I have some hope that they might go on and explain this. So if they don't explain next week, okay, But until then... Uh, that let's you know slow the jets for a little while and you know let let them do their thing first. Wait for it to get there. Yeah, wait long, wait long. Uh, Maro Marcel Bartel came into WWE as Marcel Bartel. I don't think he ever got to use Axel yeah, Dieter yeah. Junior that, in that, WWE. That's, that's a that's a WWE name already. That's why he doesn't have to change it. Fabian might have to change his name, but because real name is right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So okay, let let's talk about uh or, or let's have you Ro, unpack yung online chatter in a medyo unwarranted. Yeah. Uh, so before the name change happened, there was news that WWE filed a trademark on the name Gunther Stark. And this Gunther Stark is apparently, if you do a quick Google search, is a Nazi commander from World War II. So gets good na it would be problematic if they use that entire name, Gunther Stark, as Walter's new name. Right? But they didn't. And they just kept the Gunther part, which is a very common Germanic name. So it's it would behoove all of you guys to stop harping on about the Nazi stuff because they didn't use a Nazi name. That's that's pretty much it, guys. Kung kung magreklamo tayo, don't tayo magreklamo sa Mezogar. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, you're free. You're free to complain about the 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 name change all you want. That's that's well within your rights. But don't tayo sa what's actually there. Right. So, you know, people in the comments have been making all the jokes about Gunther, about Gunther being yung bartender at the Central Perk, rest in peace, or Gunther evoking images of touching a tralala, right? But, you know, <laughs> when, when, Walter, when, when Walter says Gunther and he says it with that, that look that he has, and you see his massive frame, I, I, I'm not thinking of touching my tralala. I'm thinking that this man can actually legitimately snap my neck, you know? Uh, yeah. Let's uh, just, you know, it's not the Nazi name. That's all I'm going to say. It's not the Nazi name. And until they actually use that on screen, on the WWE.com profile, on the Chiron, uh, that's not where you should go. Right. Okay. 
Uh, are we good with Gunsa? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've said what I wanted to say. All right, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, let's talk about Saray now. Because then, <laughs> this is another um, vignette that has really gotten people up in arms. So her new look, love it or hate it? Uh, okay. Um, so I have to preface this by saying that uh, you guys who are anime fans or weebs <laughs> better know where this is headed. But um, what it looks like is not the same as what it is. And what it is is not clear to us just yet. So I get that you want to judge it based on what it looks like. But for me, because I, I want to judge it based on what it is. And the vignette, the video package that they shown yesterday on NXT, didn't show us much. Uh, all I saw was there's a necklace passed on to her from her grandmother. I don't know if by wearing it, she turns into uh, a, a knight of the moon, right? Uh, or a magical schoolgirl. I don't know if that's going to happen. So far, she's just, she just has a necklace. And I want to see what else... Uh, is in store for us when it comes to Saray before making that quick judgment. Yeah, I think what we've noticed naman with NXT 2.0, sobrang well-defined yung characters nila. Sometimes a little too well-defined na talagang, uh, you know, it, it's really bound to a certain archetype, diba? You have Tony D, who's like your mafioso. You have Andre Chase na professor sa university, diba? So I guess Saray is kind of like in this mold now where when you say the character in general, you immediately think Saray, like girl who's sleeping all the time. Ah, Wendy Chu. So I, I think there's really a pattern here with NXT 2.0. And I'm, I'm with Ro here. Na parang, wait lang, we, all, all we saw was that two-minute video package. We don't really know what the necklace does or what its significance really even is. Like if, it, if it's going to give her powers or if it's just something that reminds her of her grandmother or like kung wala na pala yung lola niya, so yun lang yung memento niya of the lola. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing is, uh, okay, the thing is because people want to jump on everything WWE does. They want to jump on everything as though it's their it's the sum of their worst fears in wrestling. Because I, I I gotta I gotta tell you, even though you work for them, uh, the company is at its lowest when it comes to goodwill right now. Like there is absolutely no goodwill for WWE right now, whether it's from the main roster or from NXT, which used to have all the goodwill in the world. Um, it's gone. It's just gone. And nobody likes it right now. That's why there are so many complaints about it. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're ever going to get it back. I don't know if uh, they're ever going to recover. But of course, there are hardcore fans like uh, WWE lifers here in the Philippines. Because that's all. That's and all over on. the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are hardcore fans. But for the internet fan and the internet fan is growing in number, there is no goodwill. And that's just the sad part about it. And um, I personally, even though I prefer the competition more, I am just at a point where I'm trying to not jump on the outrage machine just to maintain our status as credible analysts of some sort. <laughs> right. See, Gail in the comments points out that Saray reminds her of Japanese Bailey. And I've got to point out uh, something that you said, Ro, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Now, WWE doesn't really have a lot of kid-friendly characters that everybody can get behind, like Bailey in NXT and when she was a babyface and Nikki A.S.H. pre-heel turn. So what what if Saray is headed in that direction and she's really the next Bailey? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh 
I think NXT 2.0 can do it better because you know right now it's not it's not directly Vince's product. Like yes, it's Bruce Pritchard's product, but uh, I don't believe that the, uh, that Vince has all of his hands fully in the product. So if there's a chance that this kid friendly uh, character can work, it's got to be an NXT 2.0. So uh, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. Like if it's bad, it's bad. I will tell you that it's bad. But right now, I don't know what I'm looking at. All right. Uh, see, Joseph in the comments is asking, biggest question, Nasan Sivir. Uh, we don't know. We still don't uh, know where he is, but Sarav is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, I want to talk about Veer real quick. Um, you've seen the video package that they made for Lashley and Lesnar on Raw. That's pretty good. Yeah. So if they can do something like that for Veer, who is an actual famous or you know uh, well-known athlete in India, if they could devote um, a, a nice documentary video package to Veer to explain who he is. Because we've got people asking who he is. Abby doesn't know who Veer is. And Veer has been on TV on Raw for, for months in 2021. And she doesn't know who Veer is. So if we got actual videos fleshing out Veer's personality and character, who he's supposed to be, what he was, who he was, then maybe he wouldn't be such a meme. But right now, I'll say uh, Veer uh, or WWE is writing the fact that Veer is a meme. And they may or may not be aware that Veer is only a meme because right now they've, they're failing him. <laughs> You know, like they haven't done much by him. Yeah, so see, Veer, di natin alam kung nasan siya. We haven't seen him yet re-debut since he split from Jinder and Shanky. But yung, yung old partner niya from In The Share back in 2020, see, Sarav is back. Uh, for, for those who don't remember, uh, yung In The Share was a tag team that Malcolm Bivens used to manage. And Sarav also was kind of infamous for kind of leaking Keith Lee's <laughs> NXT title win. So that also happened. Um, nagulat ako that he's he's actually still with WWE, so I guess good for him. And now he seems to be the Wardlow to Grayson Waller's MJF. Yeah, very very obvious where it's going there. Uh, Leo's right in the comments. Uh, your observation is very astute, although it didn't take it didn't take a hardcore wrestling fan with deep cuts to know that they're they're stealing the MJF stick. So yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if Sarav is the is the right guy for this, but I guess he's the biggest one of the biggest guys they have in the performance center. So okay, uh, see Harlan because it was taken by Joe Gacy already, so they can't have Garland, uh, Harlan. So yeah, um, I don't mind this. It means they got plans for for our boy Grayson Waller. So yeah, my prediction still says that he'll be on Raw by June. Yeah, uh, I mean Grayson got. Uh, has a lot of heat going towards him, Dubai. And if he can transfer some of that heat to an up-and-comer like Sarav, it'd be good for the both of them. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to give Grayson Waller a shout-out here because he tweeted earlier that he said that lawyers are so close to Waller in Volta. And that's why the lawyers arranged the papers. That's why it happened. So, you know, good yeah, for Grayson very, Waller very nice. for <laughs> taking advantage of that. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, other stuff on NXT you want to talk about, Ru? Uh, well, that man, uh, the Dusty Classic is on its way. Uh, really interesting to note that there is no women's Dusty Classic yet because uh, they haven't had the time to come up with eight 
teams on the women's division. So I mean, I think we have like three or four, right? Yeah. Toxic attract. I know. I don't think toxic attraction is part of that because the champions are like there are three yeah. or four women's tag. Teams. Yeah, but th- that's only half of a field. That's only half of a bracket. So, They're also building up uh, Raquel and Cora Jade, which I'm pretty sure is gonna happen. I, I guess, but so far it doesn't look good. <laughs> na na noompisa. Pero I like that na una yung ano yung yung men's Dusty Classic because I didn't like it when they tried to do it side by side. That was a mess to follow. Oh, mas mahirap sundan yun. Yeah, buti na lang. Sino ano mo? Sino prediction mo for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic? Uh the Creed Brothers, because they have a built-in feud with Imperium. Okay, I found it really interesting that in the bracket, like there's a clear babyface side now that Legado is lost, and then there's a clear heel side, which is the right yep. side of the bracket. Yeah, uh, it's I know it's they're they're rushing through this one to say that the a lot of the teams are still pretty new. Emil uh, says, "Give GYV the win." I'm I'm not sure that's gonna happen this year, bud. Yeah, I want GYV to win because it's their third straight Dusty Classic. But uh, the the Diamond Mine is literally pitted with Imperium, and by virtue of that, the Creed Brothers have to win unless Imperium costs them the, the the tournament, which I don't think is happening. Yeah, uh, Rowan, hunting Diamond Mine, ain't Yeah, Rowan is asking or is suggesting. That they should have main roster starts for the women's Dusty Cup. They don't even have another tag team for the women's divi- tag team division on the main roster. They literally broke up the other, the only other tag team uh, in that division. So I don't know who you're gonna get for that. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, let's take another break before we hop on over and talk about AEW and the world outside WWE. Uh, but first, we got to let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right, guys. Again, uh, a lot of sales happening on Shopee. So all you got to do to support the podcast through your online shopping is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast, again, at no extra cost to you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. Any shout-outs over on Kumu? Yeah, yeah. Skamagadon sent us galing. Thank you, Skamagadon, man. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I was looking for you. Uh, saying hey to Angel May Tuario, who just followed us on Kumu. Maraming salamat. Uh, welcome then. Uh, thank you to everyone. Uh, da- Damon Menyo also just followed us. Thank you. Rowan has sent us halo halo. So that's like sending us money. You know, sending ourselves money for the for the clout, I guess. Thank you. Uh, what else do we have here? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for tuning in on Kumu again. Smash those hearts para malaman ng iba na meron tayong wrestling talk here on Kumu. All right, let's talk about AEW, and uh, we got to start with Cody. We found out this week na. He is apparently working as a free agent. So that covers both the talent side and the EVP side. Yeah, uh, people are making a big deal out of this. But I knew 
that it wasn't that big of a deal. Because Cody is an AEW guy through and through. I mean, uh, for those who are fantasizing that he would join the Royal Rumble, first of all, WWE doesn't like AEW that way. Second of all, have you heard the promo that Cody just cut? He doesn't like WWE that way either. So uh, I saw a news report that said that the only reason why Cody did not, or Cody is a free agent, is because he hasn't had time to fly over to Jacksonville and sign a new contract. So, yun lang yun. Um, Cody isn't going to show up elsewhere. Cody is AW. All right. Uh, since you mentioned that uh, weird promo earlier, do you, you want to break that down for everybody? Because like I was watching it and I was like, parang ang haba haban dami yung sinabi. Yeah, yeah. And, diba? and 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 yung point is really just to challenge Sammy to a ladder match. Yeah. So that was weird. Um, I guess this is his way of saying that uh, I'm I'm not turning he I'm I'm turning heel by not giving you what you want, which is to outright turn heel. So if that's the play, then okay, game. Together, let's do that. Uh, if the play is also to be annoying and to be long-winded with his promos and to take some unnecessary shots at WWE just to pop the crowd and to um, possibly go viral in the in, on wrestling Twitter, then okay, game. Okay. But I don't know, man. It's uh, Cody himself has said that he... Over he he puts a lot of thought and planning into his promos, so I can tell you now that his promos are overthought, overplanned, and just weird. Like if you compare it to MJF, MJF does a lot of things better. You can tell what he is trying to say, but you can tell what his point is. It's just that he throws in a lot of offensive stuff in in there. Exactly. Uh. Yeah, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to promo work, one of the things that I really tried to do to apply into the promos I used to write is to stick to the point. And naging ano rin ako, naging offender din ako na you meander about and bring up other unnecessary, irrelevant points. And now that you know, I'm I'm watching someone like Cody on a bigger stage on a bigger platform do it. Nagagets ko eh, na parang yeah, stick to your script or stick to whatever core message you have to get out there, because. Um, yung ginawa niya, di ba? Sobrang pagkahaba-haba ang dami niyang sinabi, ang dami niyang kinall out. E yung punto lang naman talaga is to challenge Sammy Guevara to a ladder match. He could have spent more time really fleshing out yung story kung bakit siya nawala, but kailangan magkaroon ng interim champion. Or for me as a fan, like, bakit kailangan kong mag-invest emotionally and mentally dun sa beefy niyo ni Sammy Guevara? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the heel thing. That's, maybe that's the heel, you know, part of his character. The, um... It's all meta heat, brother. So I don't know if if that's the play. Then okay, I I appreciate that that's the play. I am genuinely I am genuinely worked. I am genuinely annoyed by you. So okay, maybe I, I would take out the taking pot shots because the fans clearly like it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They did chant his name, so that didn't work out in your favor. Yeah, it's like like the play is to really get the meta heat, right? So there. Um, let's go over to John Moxley because he's back. Welcome back, John Moxley. And and uh, Mox cut a promo, which a lot of people are saying is a promo of the year candidate this early into 2022. Yeah, it was very inspirational uh, in a badass way. So I don't know how you can't not like John Moxley at this point. I, I don't know how you can dislike this man. 
after going through what he's been through and after seeing the kind of spirit that he had. So he's pretty good. Um, this is easily the strongest moment of the show. Uh, um, it's a good thing that they put it up first because everything, everything kind of went downhill from there. And yeah, um, good for Box that he is finally back. I hope that Shepard doesn't relapse or anything. I hope that he gets to have a really nice 2022 and he gets to be the father that he wants to be. Yeah. He looks great, you know. Um, I, I just gotta put it out there. He he yeah, looks he really great, and um, I'm I'm happy that he's in this space where he can openly talk about the yung yung sa kanya. I mean, he didn't outrightly tell everybody in the ring about exactly uh, where he was and what had happened, but it's on social media. If you want to Google it, you can Google it. But you know, the fact that someone like John Moxley will go out there, put his heart on his sleeve, and and deliver an inspirational message like that, we didn't get that a generation ago. Maslalo na two generations, three generations ago, and it's nice to see that you've got these legit badasses, yung talagang bruskong bruskong lalaki, like, like a John Moxley, like an Eddie Kingston, being very open about their mental health or being open about uh, taking time away to address your issues and and fix your life, uh, diba? Um, instead of just letting everything crumble. So, you know, um, good for them. I, I wish John Moxley a, a really badass 2022. Yeah, uh, let's talk about this comment Aaron uh, put out. So justified by yung pagkick out ng fan who talks some shit uh, at Moxley. Um, also, I, I hate fans like that who think they can uh, talk some shit just because they bought a ticket. So as a former law student who believes that uh, freedom of speech is only, it can be regulated by private entities, uh, I am just he is justified in getting kicked out. <laughs> I think I, I, I heard somewhere on a podcast uh, years before. You now, when you buy a ticket to an event, it's kind of like an indirect contract that you sign with the promoter or with like whoever's holding the event. Na parang may terms of conduct or my code of conduct diba, as a fan. So yung ticket is your contract basically. Now you have to basically not disrupt the event or not be uh, an asshole of a fan. And if you violate that, because you have the ticket, they kind of have the right to revoke your access to the event because that ticket was the contract that you signed. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, in law terms, in legal terms, a ticket is actually a contract. It's a contract for you to gain access in exchange for paying money. So your service is you get access to the event. But um, those terms that you mentioned that you can't be disruptive. They actually have to be laid out somewhere as part of the contract. And I don't think that's really part of their contract. It's just an implicit thing that uh, we like to, we like to cite. So um, legally he may not be justified in kicking the guy out. Cause I, uh, but you know, it's also the discretion of the company as to who gets kicked out. Like, it's not, uh, it's not a violation of that person's free speech because hindi naman gobierno yung nagana sa kanya, yung yung nagpanish sa kanya. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I just don't like fans like that. Um, ako, uh, this guy fucked around, fucked around, and now he found out. Yeah. Uh, sabi ni Admin Angelo, sana wag na going storyline yung nangyari kay Max uh, batch ng hiatus. I don't think they did naman. I don't think they will because. Uh, TK naman for all his faults is sensitive enough to leave it as is. Because I don't know about they, they didn't they didn't even try to work it when he left. Uh, they just said okay he has to take rehab so he's gone. So I don't think they're gonna be making it a storyline. 
Aaron asks, what do you think of Mox dropping the F-bombs and putting up the middle fingers? That was, that was hilarious. Um, I don't... I feel like they're going to watch TNT, on TVS. Uh, uh, they're still on the TV network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can say fuck on cable TV. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But you know, it, it's, a, it's a human thing. Alam mo yun, nabwisit si Moxley. Ginago siya nung fan, di ba? Kind of like si Ro last week when someone told us F you on Kumu. So, you know, it happens. Uh, I know, though, that there is a tape delay, like five seconds for them to edit that out. Uh, I watched the Fight TV stream it. So, di nila edit yun. But I don't know how it came across TBS on TV. Di ko rin alam. Kasi, you know, we, we don't get to watch TBS here din naman, di ba? One last thing here before we get to our pick of the week. Um, we got to talk about the ROH invasion. So last week at uh, Impact's Hard to Kill event, nagsilabasan yung mga um, ROH stars, people like uh, Mike and Maria Bennett, people like Vincent, PCO. Uh, they, they all came out. And I think Ring of Honor is in a space where yung wrestlers nila are basically able to work different companies, different territories, if you will. Uh, see, Carrie Silkin, the former um, w- one of the former shareholders of Ring of Honor, was on Talk is Jericho several weeks back, and sinabi niya na that was actually the arrangement they had with the talent, which explains why people like Jonathan Gresham can compete in different companies. Uh, people like Jay Lethal and Brody King have gone on to sign with AEW. Na you know they, they aren't able to air naman talaga their program, so they're free to work wherever. Yeah, uh, it's a good move, I guess, for ROH to keep its continuity. I guess we were all under the, under the impression that okay, once ROH stops, um, reset, hard reset. But not the hard reset. Uh, the champions are still champs, and I don't know if that means they're still under contract because they're still representing ROH. I guess we'll find out at SuperCard of Honor in April. Um, yeah, uh, good for them. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already booked it. They've already announced it. Uh, that's their first show back. So they are basically taking uh, Q1 off. And uh, good. Good for them. There are ROH stars in other companies. And it's good as well for the other companies to take in the buzz that ROH's uh, hiatus generated and use that for their own, uh, for their own ends. Yeah. Uh, at the very least, all of these talents get to make some money, paren. You know, uh, they're yeah. out there, they're making money, they're they're staying active. So it, it's a good thing all around, I think. All right, so that's it. Uh, that that's gonna do it for the wrestling talk. We're gonna get to our picks of the week now. So let's bring in Rowan the S H I T. Rowan, get get in here. Tamana catering. Hi. Hello, hello. Uh, my pick of the week is from SmackDown when Roman Reigns went face to face with Seth Rollins. Uh, it ha- they had a solid promo battle, which is a great build-up for their match at the Royal Rumble. All right. Okay. Sobrang ano, sobrang, you, you just went went in went yeah. in there. I was going to, we're like, oh, how are you, Rowan, the S-H-I-T? <laughs> you, know, you just went for it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready. I didn't read the eye. It's all right. Did you get it? Did you get Yeah. No, no, not really. It's on me. <laughs> relax, dude. Oh, since, relax. Like, since the beginning and the pick of the week, uh, so yeah, I can go next. Uh, Voltas, last match on NXT UK against Nathan Fraser. That was really fun. Uh, if you have access to the WWE Network, go and watch it. It was one of those matches that legit, I didn't know who was Mananalo. And I thought na, na Fraser would win because send off ni Volta. But of course, Volta would come out on top. So there. Uh, great match. I just want to point out the, know, the bigger crime to me uh, with the whole Volta thing and NXT 2.0 
is that now he's going to have to wrestle these quick TV matches instead of the pay-per-view quality bangers that he puts out on NXT UK on the regular. So that, to me, is the bigger offense. But I guess it's up to him to find a way to make it good. Anyway, uh, my um, speaking of that, that is my pick of the week. The Volta or Gunther versus Roderick Strong. Really good stuff. Um, again, uh, I want to see him bring his brand of wrestling to uh, the States. And I look forward to how he adapts. So basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, before we read in picks of the week from the comment section, Rowan, uh, are you going to stop wearing the mask now that Nikki Ash has turned heel? <laughs> I'm still not confident. That's still. I, that's why I'm still wearing the mask. Okay, so you're almost a show host. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. I I appreciate that. Okay, let's get to Julian's pick of the week: the return of John Moxley, but then uh, Britt and Adam Cole versus. Orange Cassidy and Chris Tatlander to see Julian and Dami pick of the week. Eh? Hey, yun, yun muna. Uh, Lance picks Mox giving the F bomb dun sa fan kasi gidusto niya yun. Uh, Emil picks the main event, uh, main event from Dynamite, Darby and Sting versus the Acclaimed. Uh, Leo picks the John Moxley promo to kick off Dynamite and Strong versus Gunta. Uh, Admin Angelo picks Rowan's take on TikTok after the name change and Wait, Roderick you. Strong versus Volta. Uh, Simaro also picks yung match ni Volta versus Nathan Fraser. Aaron picks Peacemaker. Yung opening, yes, the opening sequence to Peacemaker, guys. Uh, if, if you don't have time to watch the four episodes that are already out, just watch the opening sequence. Maybe it might pull you in because it's sobrang kuela niya. I mean, like, it's okay. Like, dude, it's, yeah. the, it's so absurd. It's okay. Like, it really fits the show. Uh, you know, you, you should watch it. Just just take time to watch it. It's super, uh, super but, fun. The show is pretty good, yes. Um, I will plus one the show because the script is really good. Uh, much better writing than Raw. So there's that. So if you're a John Cena fan, if you like his stuff outside of wrestling, or if you don't like his stuff, this is a good uh, one to sink, to sink your teeth into. Yung tatay ni Peacemaker, yun yung kontrabida sa The Marine. Yeah. So yung very first movie ni John Cena. So that's so, uh, pretty fun. Parin siya at this point. Yeah. <laughs> kontrabida pa rin siya. Uh, Aaron, his pick of the week uh, is also Kings of the Black Fro- uh, Throne debuting as a tag team. Uh, and their theme song is sung by Brody King's band, God's Hate. So yeah, go check that out. Uh, Renz picks the John Moxley promo and Peacemaker. And Roe explaining the concept of the Forbidden Door on TikTok. Because yeah, apparently some people not- still don't know. Yeah, believe it or not. So, I mean, okay lang. Okay lang naman. Um, so, again, if there, are, um, if there are concepts that, you know, seem natural to us smarks na you might need explaining, uh, please feel free to ask. I love doing these breakdowns. Um, I, I just want to educate everyone. Yeah, uh, no judgment din naman. No shame. Na, yun nga, okay, ah, di mo alam forbidden door, ah, bobo. No, no, no. Uh, di naman may ganun. Di naman ganun. Safe space to. Yep. Uh, and, and not in the Joe Gacy way. Yeah. Uh, Vintendo's here. Happy birthday, my friend. Oh, happy birthday, Vintendo. Hey. His pick of the week is the uh, promo vignette you yes. forged in iron. Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. Really That's good stuff. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, Vintendo here on, in the comments, guys. Oh, but uh, uh, he will check to see who's in the bat. So, sige. we can see who skips. <laughs> uh, last pick of the week, uh, Uncle Al says. Cody Rhodes thinking that he's playing 4D chess is his pick of the week. All right. 
Okay, so there. Uh, there you have it. That's the show for this week. Thank you so much to everybody. Ay, wait, my price pa tayo. Crap. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Babyface producer Gel, let's put up the magic roulette, please. We have a prize to give away. And habang binabati nila si Nintendo. We're giving away this online voucher courtesy of Mega. So it's cloud storage worth two terabytes. That's that's really huge. Courtesy of our friends from Machong Chismisa and Babyface Producer Gel. We're ready. So go ahead, spin that wheel. <laughs> From one Aaron to another, Aaron Silao, congratulations! Hey. So, you check din namin if you actually did rate us the five stars, so we can I mean, see who I mean, skips. Aaron's are Aaron's are patrons, so automatic <laughs> na yan. Automatic na yan. Congratulations, pero, pero, Aaron. Hindi siya nanalo kasi patron namin siya. Okay. Uh, oh, that, 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 wheel, that wheel is completely random, and we don't know how to influence it. Even yeah, if we I, it. I don't know. <laughs> Congrats, Aaron. We'll hit you up in the DMs. And we have two more vouchers as of today. Yes, From Makoy Pare and the rest of Machong Chismisan, ang podcast and ang sponsor ng ibang podcast. So thank you so much to them. Uh, let's get some plugs. Rowan, anything that you want them to check out? Uh, read our, uh, our reviews. Kami, uh, kami we're doing our Patreon reviews. Uh, well, you, gotta to subscribe. you gotta subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, you gotta subscribe first. And uh, listen to our audio-only episode about the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, I mean, Cruiserweight Division. Alright. So, the, uh, we've got another audio-only episode that will be dropping on Monday or Tuesday heading into the Royal Rumble. So, go check that out. Then Rowan will uh, be part of that. So, will Chino. Hey, go, Ro, any, anything that you want them to check out? Nah, uh, nothing really. Just uh, please follow us on TikTok, even though I post the TikTok videos on uh, all our social media accounts. So still, I, it would be nice uh, if we got more followers because hey, we are gunning for some TikTok sponsorships and partnerships. So if you got TikTok, please follow us at Wrestling2XBot and read Smart Henry. All right. Uh, as for me, just reminding everyone uh, the usual stuff as we get out of here. Thank you uh, very much to Babyface Producer Gel and the rest of the PNA team. Go follow us uh, at Roizwar, at Monday Night Rowan, NITE sa Twitter, NIGHT sa Instagram. Si Chino, tweet nyo rin, namimiss na kayo, at Chino Supersized. And for me, at underscore Stan C. Para sa mga lalabas, please don't forget to mask up, double mask even. And if you don't really have any essential reason to go out, please stay at home. Mataas pa rin ang COVID cases natin. Uh, but if you have to go get your vaccines or your boosters, go ahead. Essential yan. And in five months' time, please don't forget to vote. Importante to, alright? So please go out and vote uh, this, this May. On behalf of Romoran and Rowan, the SHIT, and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.